Girlfriends, the podcast by friends about friendship. Each week we'll be discussing the different ways we make and maintain close friendships in the modern world while celebrating the importance of good pals. I'm Ariel, <laughs> and I'm switching it up this week. You always sound so sarcastic <laughs> when you do this intro. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to like play with um, play with the stressing and the where and the I put emphasis. All just right, fine. Keeping it interesting. Uh, I'm here with Chloe and Anna, who are always telling me off about how I do the intro. <laughs> how are you guys? Good, thanks. How is everyone? I mean, fine. Been a bit under the weather with winter colds, but oh. you know, Tis who the hasn't? Season. I know. Tis the season. I mean, I'm so exhausted that I don't know how I'm going to get through this uh, podcast in one piece, but... I'll tell you how. It's because we're talking about partying! Let's party! It's really inappropriate that we're only drinking water. We should be drinking, like, Prosecco or something party Who's popped the bottle? It is a Friday night as well. Yeah, it is a Friday night. We really should have thought about this. That would have been quite... We could have been oh, a pre-drink. Yeah. Should I run out and get some alcohol? No. I have okay, got sorry. a mini gin in my bag. Oh, and I've got too many gins from... <laughs> I've got a whole bottle of gin. But have we got any mixer? No. I've got a can of tonic that's that big. Okay, should we share that? <laughs> get in the right. box. Anyway, you don't need alcohol to have a party. We're just talking about parties. Yeah. Uh, which is Wikipedia definition. No, we haven't actually found a Wikipedia <laughs> definition of parties. Everyone knows what that is already. But we're going to be talking about parties what they were like when we were growing up and how they contribute to friendships and how they interlock with friendships. <laughs> interlock. Good word. Sorry. God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> why are guest lists so complicated? How do you stop them ending in tears? Why does everything go wrong at parties? But they're all so fun and great and, you know, all that stuff. <laughs> what makes a successful one? How can you host a good party? How can you be a good party guest? Can we get through a podcast about parties without mentioning boozing? Chloe had written down, and we've already we've already locked. done it. We're yeah. about thirty seconds in. Whoops. The, the funny thing is, I feel like we don't even drink alcohol that much. <laughs> no, just, we're not that cool. <laughs> like I went out for drinks on Tuesday, and I didn't drink any alcohol. I got a J two O. Oh, I was in Waxy O'Connor's, and I got a J two O. You just weren't, weren't feeling it. It was. I wanted to go to the gym the next morning. Oh, so virtuous. I was with school friend and colleague. That's so funny. Uh, they were drinking, but I was just really exercising self-control there. Really? Amazing. Good work. I just want to go back to what you were saying about Wikipedia definition of parties. Yeah. Can we actually please define a party? Because what crosses oh, the line between a party and a gathering? If I That's have, like, question. six... Ten people, whatever, at my house. My mum's like, oh, you had a party. I'm like, no, Debs, that's not a party. I also, something about, especially when my mum brings up, something about the word part, me having a party makes me feel a bit cringe, as if I'm, like, a kid hosting a little party. Like, you picture, like, those, uh... <laughs> what are yeah. those things? Um, what are those God, things you put in your mouth and you blow through them and they pop oh. out and go, <laughs> Didn't know where that sentence was going. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. I do, well, okay, anyway, I don't know what those are uh, called. Party They're iconic. Blower. Party. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Anna. Um, what? <laughs> <laughs> you're a party blower. How am I a party no, blower? No, Chloe, sorry, we all know you're a party blower. Like, I wish I was a party blower. <laughs> anyway, okay, anyway. Well, I think what constitutes a party, technically I think it has to be over a certain amount of people, like 10 or 20 when you were a kid, you might have a party. A party was kind of any gathering when you were, like, a child. Yeah. A child, yeah. Now, no. I'd say 15 plus. 
But I I'm sorry, but if I had 13 people at my house, that would definitely be a party. I maybe think it's like the vibe. Yeah, it's the vibe. It's like, have you got music on? Is it popping? Are you... But I you're had, all sat there on the sofa, it's not a party. Mm-hmm, I had more true. than 10 people at mine on Saturday and we had music and we were dancing, but I still wouldn't call that a party. Why were me and Aaron not invited to that? <laughs> <laughs> Did um, you have a party and you didn't invite us? Oh, no, goodness. actually, Leonie had a party and ended up being at our house. Shocking. Absolutely shocking. But I wouldn't call that a party. I'm joking, it's fine. <laughs> 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 you was totally fine. <laughs> yeah, I, know, like, I don't think that's really a party. No, no, no. So what is? Also, parties like pre-planned, no? Or yeah. Does yeah. It... Oh, I don't know. A spontaneous party can be fun. Yeah. But it's okay. Do you know what we should have done? Some more anyway, background research. We should. Have, we should have gone on Wikipedia. I think we really have to dig into things that don't need digging into. Like everyone knows what a party is. <laughs> we're journalists. It's like answering we're really... the big questions here. So, what are your earliest experiences with parties? Feeling left out and rejected. Is <laughs> it? No, I don't know. Your um, earliest, like children ones. Yeah, no, children ones. I just, I think I concentrate. My memories concentrate on like the party bags and the slices of cake that you'd get mm. wrapped up in a in tissue paper. <laughs> Usually, some like pink tissue paper with like balloons on it. Yeah. Um, those are my early party party memories. Pass the parcel. Oh my god, love I took that so seriously. Thing. Oh my god, same. Like, if I didn't win, I was at, I was one of those kids. I think we've got a home video of my mum filming where I'm, like, crying because I didn't but get the end games prize. like that made me feel really nervous. Same. Like, because the pressure. It was really stressful when that was going around the circle. Yeah. And you were like, I need to get that <laughs> shitty gift at the bottom, which was, like, what, fake, like, bracelets or and something. And people would hold on to it for ages. They'd be like, I'm just going to hold see on. See if the song stopped. Yeah. Oh, bastards. When, when you saw so someone do that, I'd always be like, fuck you. you I can see what you're doing. The one song that reminds me of, like, a children's birthday party is the one that's like, brush your teeth, comb your hair, Superman. Oh, yeah, that was and a good And everyone took that seriously. You've yeah. got to get the right move. I think I was obviously too old for that song. I don't remember that. Oh, yeah, you, that whole year. Would have made a difference. <laughs> really, like, like, generation. <laughs> Straight past my generation. But I think the one of the reasons why we wanted to talk about parties on this podcast is that they are very, especially those early uh, memories of parties, they are very formative in your friendships. Um, mm. do, do you find that? Yeah. yeah. I think all my memories with friends as kids was like at birthday parties. Where yeah. It was like a soft play birthday party or like... Like, I didn't really remember being at school. I don't know. That's kind of a bit of a yeah. blur, but it was always those parties. I was telling Anna, have you heard of Snakes and Ladders? No, okay. This is just what, a soft... board game? It's That's what so- I said. It's a soft play place, but it's like themed oh, right. Snakes and Ladders because they have, like, s- slides that look like snakes yeah. and ladders. It's very fun. Wow. wow. Yeah, and you could get, like, a party. You could, like, rent a party room. Yeah. And so I feel like all my friendship, when I think of, like, my earliest memories of having friends were always at those kind of occasions because I suppose you wouldn't socialise with groups. No, you don't really have that, like, independence and control to just be like, Mum, today I want to see Sarah. It'd be like, you see Sarah when I tell you you see Sarah. And that is at the party at the weekend. (laughs) Yeah, obviously you'd have play dates, but it was that kind of group aspect of friendship, Mm. which could be so fun, but also, like, really horrible, which Mm. I suppose is, like, always stays the same now. Yeah. When you get loads of friends together, it can kind of go either way. It can be, like, oh, the course. best fun ever, or it can be a bit of a disaster, and you can feel left out, or there can be arguments or dramas, and I feel like that has not changed, really, since we were yeah. kids. Uh, yeah, how were your party memories when you got to your teen years? 
because I think that's where most of my party memories are. Well, that's when alcohol did stuff. Yeah. yeah. I feel like, prob- like some of my best memories of my teenagers were probably parties because we there always used to be that one person at school who had like a huge field. And once a year, not when you're no. in London, mate. Oh yeah, <laughs> did you have wells? Wells had fields. Yeah, few sheep were like getting. But like you just go or like a massive house or like something where they, and they like once a year would throw the party or like the after prom event. After prom, and yeah. it was intense, and that was like the one thing everyone got so excited for all year. And you'd always underdress and you'd always freeze and there'd always be tears. As in underdress with like your the amount you wore. Yeah. Oh yeah, dress so God. Oh, we used to get yeah. dressed up so sexy. We used to just wear like American apparel bodycon dresses. Like yeah. I just had as many as I could save up for in different colours. So I had like three. And I just rotated them. They were like really form yeah, fitting, yeah. super short. Do you remember yeah. when disco pants came back into fashion? Oh, I mean, yeah. I'm basically wearing disco pants now, oh, but they're not I as still, shiny. I still have the American Apparel disco pants, you do. and I wore them last week. <gasps> they are timeless. I wore them with like a nice big jumper, and I <laughs> loved them. I remember the first time for like in our teenage years when they came in, and it's all anyone wore to a mm-hmm. party. Do you remember? Yeah, I still love them. Still have them. So it was a great investment. Anyway, back to the party. Back to parties. <laughs> yeah, there was a girl in my school who was kind of like the richest girl in the school, and she had this like house that backed onto the river in Chiswick. Oh, sorry, you don't have fields. You have rivers, <laughs> darling. <laughs> yeah, but no one else had that. She was like probably would have gone to private oh, school. Yeah, same here. And so she it backed onto the river and there was kind of like her garden but then there was also like a, a kind of grassy bit before the river and so everyone, even That's if like so her amazing. parents didn't really want her like having a party in the house, it was always, we could always go there because mm. you could kind of be like by the river. And I just remember so many things happening at those, yeah. like I have such vivid memories of them. Yeah. And I almost can remember exactly what I wore to everyone. I remember who kissed who. Mm. Pre-15, it was me not kissing anyone, and it was everyone else kissing each other, but I was like, I'm not in on this. Do you want to know a yeah, great party story about kissing? Always. Go on. My best friend, Leone, at a party one night, snogged... Oh, I'm just fact-checking. She had five boys in one night, and on Monday, didn't come into school. And what we were all like, what's checking? happened? She texted me. <laughs> oh! <laughs> um, came into school, and no, she didn't come into school on Monday, and we were like, where the hell is she? We need to take the piss out of her. She only bloody got tonsillitis and was off school for about two weeks, and had to text all the boys to be like, I'm really poorly. Oh. I love the way that was like the early days equivalent of an STD. Yeah, like, know, like telling everyone you're chlamydia, you have to be like, I have tonsillitis. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I. That's more than I've kissed in my lifetime. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. Sure. <laughs> Long term boyfriend. Bye. <laughs> um, yeah, but it was, those were such influential things. Yeah. And then hosting a party was like a lot of pressure. Also, oh, it was annoying, so like your parents. Yeah. Your parents oh. being like, everyone needs to go home at 11. And you'd be like, that's so lame. What's the point in having one? There was always that person as well whose parents would let them have a party, but they'd be really like there, yeah. being really annoying. Yeah. And you, my mum used to kind of do that. Like, really? Yeah, I was like, get out. But then she went away once and my dad, like, mum was like, you are not having a party while I was away. And my dad was like, yeah. Yes, you are, Ariel. Yes, oh, yes, imagine. Yeah. And then he would just have it and then answer the door and be like, hey, everyone, party time. And then he just went upstairs, uh, like, left us to it. And then he came down at the end to clear everything up. What a legend. So funny, because my mum used to hate me and my brothers and sisters having parties when we were, like, teenagers. But now, anytime I'm home, she's like, 
who's coming over? Are we having pre-drinks? Do you want to invite, do you want to invite all your friends around? Aww, she's like, loves hosting a party for us now. I don't know if it's because she felt awkward when we were like too young to drink and she felt responsible for us yeah, or whether she's that. just like grown to love my group of friends. Probably Absolutely bloody adores it now. Yeah. Just wish that I had that when I was younger. So now, do you enjoy a party? Like, how do you feel about having big groups of people together? I find that I really enjoy them when they are few and far between. So I like them when they're like, when I'm craving one because I haven't been to one mm-hmm. for like two two months. Is that your sweet spot? I think so. Really? Yeah, I could do one a month. I could do... Pff, Depends like, what you mean by... Yeah. Depends what I, you mean. See, it was important. I prefer a party to a nightclub. Yeah. 100%. But also now we're more independent to have things mm. at houses. Mm. Um, yeah. I Although I really don't want to host a party ever I, again. Not, oh, me. I like hosting a party if there's... It's got to be a sweet spot of the right amount of people, not too little and not too many. Mm. And I hate clearing up. Well, and that's a good thing with you because you live in a house of four. I they think, don't help. I think... <laughs> but at least that, in theory, should be the case. But I think mm. when it's, like, all the responsibilities mm. on you... Yeah. Also, like, my house is, like, probably two or three times the size of yours. I do think parties are dying down, though. Yeah. Oh, my God, they are. They we were are. saying this the other day. Last summer... We were at a party, like, every week. And yeah. now, when was the last time you had one? I do think it's because people are put off doing them so much more. But why? Because uh, I used to be, like, the person who had parties. And I also was one of those people when we were teens who would have mm. um, a lot of people around. But I just, I was like, I don't want to do anything at mine anymore. Yeah. Also, I live further, so no one ever wants to come to mine, which is kind of sad. It's, it is a bit of a faff, and I think we're all just... Yeah. I just much rather... Because I don't feel like you can catch up with people properly anyway, so I'd much rather see my friends in, like, a drinks scenario or, like, in smaller groups, I think. Yeah, because you do get that, and that's why the last time I had a party for my birthday a couple of years ago, it was like everyone I loved Mm. was there, but then also you don't really get to speak to anyone anyone. properly. Mm. I was Mm. like, I've spoken to everyone but no one at the same time. exactly. And I get that quite a lot. I think you have to be quite rigid at parties. Some people are really good at that, at being like... I'm going to talk to people I really want to catch yeah. up with. But then you can feel unfriendly. I tend to go the opposite way really annoyingly and just gravitate towards people I don't really know very well. Yeah. Or, like, know a bit. And then and then I kind of regret it the next but day. But a good place to make new friends. Throwing it back to season one, episode one. Yeah. Oh, my God. I never actually properly make a friend out of one. No, you'll have, like, a good chat with them, but then you'll never like seal it with mm. like a whatsapp you I've made, made like one one friend at a party but other than that it's always like you get talking to someone and you're like oh my god have this in common have that in common text me yeah we'll go for a drink never do literally never talk yeah about. but it's because then when you're so the next day you're like oh maybe they didn't really want to very much and then yeah. the other person's probably thinking the same and it's just no one wants to make that first move again because yeah. it can be awkward if you're like talking to someone a lot of people talk to me about I don't know if you guys get it, but, like, my job and work. But, yeah, I don't know, like, people will say something really interesting and then you're kind of like, oh, I don't think I want to follow that up because what if they weren't serious? Or, I don't know, do you know what I mean? I also get bored with that small talk where people are like, so what do you do? And I'm like, I kind of want to just be talking to my friends about, like, further, deeper things than that. Like, me and Anna, when we were at the most recent party we went to, we all went to together, the Halloween party. Yes. Mm. And then when you left, me and Anna were sat on this beanbag. Oh, yeah. That was a really comfy beanbag. Oh, so I was up comfy. with you on the beanbag. 
a bit, but yeah. then we were sat there for quite yeah. a while after, yeah. and we were like getting into really deep, deep chats, conversations about like f- like family dynamics and stuff like that. And mm. like, I was glad that had happened because I could have quite easily been in that mood where I'm just floating through the party, being like, "Oh hi, what do you do?" Yeah. and stuff. And even though it's yeah, if you're gonna make a friend, but ultimately sometimes you're talking to people you don't even know, really know their name. Yeah. Mm. I'm so bad at names, especially when you're introduced to a group of oh people God, and you're like, same. oh, did not catch any of those. Or yeah. you do, and then you're just like, your mind's just like, nope. Especially when they're called, like, James, John, Oh, yeah, Tom. all the basic boy names. Yeah. No offence to basic boys, but, like, those names are really hard to remember. <laughs> like, one-syllable boy names. <laughs> oh. I get them really mixed up. <laughs> one-syllable white Laurie. boy names. Is Laurie a one-syllable? Laurie. Max. I think Laurie's quite a memorable Laurie. name. Laurie. Mac, yeah, Max. Max. Straight as Max. Sorry, Max. <laughs> <laughs> I don't meet that many Maxes, though. No, he's the only Max I know. No. Yeah. James, though. Out. Oh my god, so many The world James. is riddled. <laughs> if you're a James, if you're a Jack. Sam. If you're a Sam, if you're a Dan, a Ben. Not interested. Tom. <laughs> Tom, don't want to know. I'm sure you're lovely. John, I mean, your family is full of Johns. Your yeah, family John is perpetuating com- this. John isn't a common name anymore. No. I mean, those are Johns. Who? I've never met a John. Because they're always like Jonathan. Like... I know yeah, there's a Jonathan. No, see, he's full John. Yeah. It does seem that parties always seem to create, like, drama. Doesn't it all Why? kick off at a party? Oh, I Alcohol. love it. Do you? <laughs> it's the drama, Mick. I love it. Yes, I hate the drama. Oh. Laurie loves the drama You as know well. when, like, someone's at a party and you know, you know there's potentially a bit of an awkward situation or, like, your friend is going and there's something there, right? But you don't like, like being me, in the drama. Watch- oh, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, they always seem to have... Arguments. I mean, it is partly the alcohol thing, isn't it? Yeah. And it's also just getting everyone in one place. Sometimes it's like a bubbling pot. There are too many people in as too small a place, and everything's intensified. And when you have simmering tensions, like with my university group, sometimes when everyone gets together, you can almost sense at the beginning of the night you're like something's brewing. Yeah. And then there's always people who who get so drunk, and you're like someone's gonna cry, something's gonna be taken out of context. And it just really explodes. If it's Even a night ruiner, don't want to know about it. But a little bit of tension, do you not think that's funny? I think that's worse. I think an <laughs> argument is more funny. Like when you watch, there was once an argument between two of my friends. I think they're, I think they're friends now. But it, it was actually on a night out. She'd been kind of saying that she, no, he'd been kind of saying that he didn't like her sort of like behind her back to people and somehow I got back to her mm. and we were in this really tight space it was an outdoor area where literally there was nowhere to move and he she confronted him was like I hear you've been talking about how you don't like me <gasps> yes, and then girl. he was like yeah I did I don't like you and then oh. everyone <laughs> and then everyone because I was stood there and I basically couldn't move because it was really tight packed in space and it was really uncomfortable but also kind of funny because it was sort of like, where do you go from there? Because she was like, you're saying you don't like me. And he was like, yeah, I don't like you. <laughs> it's like, there you go. She was oh like, why God. don't you like me? But anyway, they're actually friends now and it's all oh, like, totally I quite like that. Who is it? I'm not going to say on the podcast. What about the politics of the invite list? Because that is a biggie. Can we start with how we invite people? Because, I mean, obviously we're not doing paper invites. <laughs> I miss those. Do you yeah. remember those ones you could buy? Or, like, you, yeah. could, you could print out a template, and my dad would often, like, design yeah. you one that felt really original. And then you'd give them out in school, and you felt yeah. like the big bollocks. You're like, here's my party invite. <laughs> yeah, and if you'd get one, you'd be like, ooh. But no. we don't do that, obviously. No. We're not going to... Like, Facebook feels really formal. If it's, like, a big event, I'll get a Facebook invite, fine. But 
I don't like sometimes what do people. You do? Sometimes people create group chats, and I don't really too many like people, that either. Too busy. It's all going on. I often end up muting with group, group chats, and yeah. especially when people go in the group chat after the event has happened and like start talking about stuff. And I'm like, no, no, get out. So what? Do, how um, do you invite people? I think days? Facebook event is the best way. Yeah, I do. Because most people event. are on Facebook. It's really useful. You can see who's coming. You can post like little messages just so yeah. everyone knows where to go. Yeah, I guess you're right. But also, I, just, I like seeing who else is on the list. It just feels quite <laughs> OTT. Who else is <laughs> I, I, I agree. I think. I don't. I don't think it's OTT when people invite me on their Facebook event, but I, I, there's something about creating yeah. one that makes me feel like a bit ill. Yeah. I don't know because I'm always like, oh, do I have to put like an image to like sum up? Oh, like, the <laughs> banner, the banner. Yeah, the oh, banner. I, I am a queen of Facebook event descriptions. I love them. I appreciate um, a Facebook event, and I think it's a very effective way of inviting people. Okay, so how do you go around actually choosing who to invite then? minefield that's the problem with having a party when you're making it more of a thing because then you know that if someone finds out you're having a party Mm. it's more loaded and it feels like a thing that a lot of people are going to and then you almost have to go oh i'm inviting them because they're friends with them and i'm inviting them because i have to because they Mm. invited me to their thing and it it, which is partly why i stopped doing it to be frank i also feel like i have now that we're older, I have so many friends in different areas of my life, and in many of them, it's like, oh, I've got my friend who does this, but that's only one person. So then, if I invited them, they would need to bring somebody, and then, but they don't know anybody else, so they probably yeah. wouldn't come. And I don't like. I get really, really over, overly stressy about integrating people that don't know each other. Mm. Um, so like, if I'm hosting something and I've invited like work friends and home friends and uni friends and I don't know, like my course friend like that that's stressful and yeah. I don't like it I like it when it all works and you're like oh this is what was I worrying about look at them all like mixing and gelling and I blah, think blah, in blah. a way that happens much more if it's a smaller gathering because yeah. often you get more worried when it's something small that like you've got all yeah. these random people from different places but because it's small they're almost forced to talk to each other and you're all sat around a thing going hi I'm so and so whereas almost when it's big enough people just don't bother they they're like why am I going to do that and yeah. also like we were saying earlier sometimes there's, you probably don't feel as a guest at a party like there's any point talking to the people you don't know yeah. even though the host would bloody love it if you mingled with them yeah. but you don't really care enough yeah. Um, so that can definitely be a stress. I think I found that last party I had was just too many people from different places and I felt like I couldn't keep track of them and then I was worrying about certain people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I have some friends that are, that are so good at just, like, you bring them to something and you don't have to worry about the, yeah. like them integrating or chatting to people. But I have other friends that I feel like I would have to not babysit that sounds awful but do you know what I mean that you have to just kind of make sure that they're okay at all times just because they, they're not as good as uh, just like chatting to random ones basically yeah oh, that's what I like about you guys because when I used to when I used to start bringing you to stuff like you were very easy to just leave oh, yeah. or I'd be worried about one of you and I'd be like where are they and you'd just be off having a lovely chat with someone and you literally looked like you didn't give a shit seamless that's yeah I'd are. be like you're right and you'd be like Leave me alone, yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> I'm with my friends, Ariel. <laughs> You're not my mum. <laughs> no, but it's... Oh, my God, I really snorted. Oh, but actually, those are really... I think that's how... I mean, obviously, I wouldn't disown a friend who's not like that, but I do love friends that are like that, mm. where, you know, you can bring them to everything. Like, my old flatmate, Kyle, shout out to Kyle, he 
was always like yeah and seamlessly and then once you take someone to one thing and then when they're leaving everyone's like yeah see you carl yeah mate and they're all i'm like oh i'll bring him to the next thing yeah, like, it kind of makes it this like it's really nice and it means so you nice. can blend people yeah i like that i do love a blend when it works i love a blend yeah <laughs> we've discussed the blend before we have. the seamless blend mm. the seamless blend but we were talking about in our fomo episode the term we coined the fofmo fofmo I have to say, when I was listening to this, I was running home and I had to stop at the side of the street because I was pissing myself. <laughs> like physically pissing yourself? No. Pissing I yourself. don't know Laughing. why you think that that was um, so funny because we were being I really thought, serious. No, it was just... <laughs> was I know, I think it's a great term, but I just thought the word fofmo just... And you couldn't get it right either. Fofmo you kept, sounds like something you do at a party. Does it? What do you mean? I don't know, it just sounds like something you do when you're drunk. <laughs> She was fofmoing all night. I no, not no. the same bitch. <laughs> I don't know what you're like correlating it with, but it's not ringing any bells for me. I don't know. Ringing no bells. But yeah, fofmo is real, and I think if for it, anyone who didn't listen to the FOMO yeah, episode, fear of friends missing out, mm. and you get that when you're a hyper empathetic, lovely human, <laughs> like and you don't want are. anyone to be to miss out. And I almost think <laughs> if you're gonna have a party, you have to be of the disposition where you don't have fofmo and you don't give a fuck yeah. who's not invited. You've got to be a bit brutal sometimes. Yeah, because otherwise you end up having people there who you just don't want or don't like, and then you got a house full of. Rotters. <laughs> but sometimes it's good to keep people on side because you always get the last minute cancellation and you don't want to be so brutal. Like, they're not coming, they're not coming because then last minute, if you need some recruits... Yeah, true. Gotta get them Yeah, it depends... Yeah. Mm. It depends how many people you want them and what kind of vibe you're after. Whether you're after, like, everyone just, like, dancing and, like, or a nice kind of get more, like, a gathering, catching up party. I think if you're worried about strength in numbers... Go big. Then you're not going... Yeah, but then you're not having it for the right reasons. Go big or go home, Ariel. <laughs> but sometimes, like, you just want to have an absolute boogie. Get everyone together. Yeah. What do you think about people bringing people? Plus one is a hard one, isn't it? it? It's a tricky one. Do you remember we were at that party once, Chloe, where there was that person who brought, like, five or six people and the host was like, what Which the hell? was it? Yeah, yeah, and he was like, "My house is literally full of randoms," and also like, then you don't know, and then people aren't trustworthy because people have no respect when they don't know. Oh my god, yeah. yeah. Because didn't someone do something, like did something with his boxes and threw it out the window? Yeah, and that that wouldn't happen if you had a party full of people. You say that, but I've had people when I've had small parties steal things from my house. Mm. But were there still probably some people there that you didn't know very well? Not really. Oh, really? Well, well, maybe all your friends ones. are otters. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had anything noticeably um, stolen. Interesting. But, yeah, that is... People used to steal alcohol from, like... Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, everyone would steal alcohol. People always steal stuff from the fridge as well. That's random. I've never had that. Yeah, like, when they get hungry, they just go through the fridge. Oh, yeah, of course. That's so yeah. Yeah. But, in general, I, I don't mind people... Asking to bring on plus one if they're like coming on their own or coming yeah. like, you know, they they need it for the support. But I just hate because I'm really bad at saying no to people as well. And I mm. if I'm hosting something and someone wants to bring someone and I don't really know them, I don't really, I just don't, I'm not really feeling like chatting to someone that I don't know. I but I'm still really bad at being like, oh no, so I'll just say yes, and then they're there, and I'm like, mm. yeah, I think it's 
really hard and also you should be allowed to say no and I think when people present you with it like you really need to be aware when you're asking someone that Mm. you should keep it open that they might they they can say no yeah and talking about my fateful party again that put me off parties for life (laughs) um this one guy who I'm not super close with uh messaged me like quite a while before saying that his cousin was staying and could he bring his cousin and I said oh can I get back to you and I know Mm. a bit more about the numbers and then he said yeah that, yeah that's fine and then he didn't message again and I actually was getting quite stressed about how many people were coming so I was just like okay I guess he's not wanting to bring her and then he shows up with her and she was very friendly so I was like okay like it's fine and actually a lot of people were saying to me like oh yeah that girl is really yeah. nice so I was kind of like oh no it's okay it worked out Till she threw up on my floor, uh, oh. and of course it's always the person because they who didn't, you didn't the respect. Yeah, yeah, who you didn't invite, and also probably because she didn't know anyone, and so she was probably like overcompensating yeah. and drinking too much. And then I just thought like you just can't, and it always I remember that all the time from growing up as well that it was always the person who kind of showed up to a party who wasn't really supposed to be there oh would God, be yeah. the one causing the most havoc, like break something, throw up. We used to have this group of guys in the year above who would crash any party like even if it was just like 10 12 of us at a friend's house they'd just turn up and you'd be like like and just show no respect and then obviously it'll be your parents that got mad like who has the balls to do that to be fair you know that party we went to for halloween i didn't tell him in advance but Mm. laurie was there earlier and i said to laurie can you tell him and Mm. he just didn't get around to it Oh, I was like, can yeah. you can you just make sure? And I knew that he probably that like he was the kind of guy that wouldn't mind. Mm. Um, but I said to him like, can you let? So then when Luke We're answered the door, pressures. he was a bit like taken aback, and I was I like, oh fuck, seemed a bit like yeah. Obviously he was fine with it, but I don't like being that person. Yeah, no. So it is really annoying. Yeah. Um, yeah, just don't show up with people without checking first. Yeah. People do it all the time though. They're just like, yeah, I'm just yeah. with this person. Yeah, because yeah. they just have text. this idea that the part is just like a free-for-all yeah. yeah whereas not it's not always that way people also always assume they can bring boyfriends and girlfriends how do you feel about that the assumption that just because you're shagging someone means that they come with you everywhere you go pisses me off frankly <laughs> i once said no to someone's boyfriend coming and she like didn't reply and then didn't show up and i mean really the thing is let's be honest at this age if you're in a long-term or at least solid relationship your partner is probably friends with your friends and therefore you will just naturally be inviting both of them yeah but if they're not invited they're probably not invited for a reason like so shut up it's hard that people <laughs> don't like the boyfriend yeah, or girlfriend yeah. I think that's the that's the problem because actually we love it when people are bringing dating someone new I think that's almost more yeah, most fun yeah. like can I bring a girl I'm saying you're like yes, yes parties absolutely. are a great way to introduce the new, the new yeah. ones, do you not think? Or a terrible way. It depends, because I had a friend whose boyfriend, um, kind of his first introduction to her group of friends was at quite a big party that she was throwing. And he was arriving quite late because he was getting a train in from somewhere. And so everyone had been kind of hyping it up. Yeah. Like, when's he coming? When's he coming? I want to meet him. And she was getting really stressed about it and was yeah, getting progressively drunker and just got really, really drunk. And when he arrived, and I spoke about it with him kind of after, like when we got to know each other a better, but he was like, yeah, it was really intimidating. It was quite intense. Like yeah. everyone was gathering around him. She was then getting really yeah. worried. I think that's sometimes quite an extreme circumstance. And I said to her, it was yeah, because everyone really cared. Cool, yeah, yeah, it's because everyone's super like 
supportive but then it just translated in and then she could kind of sense people were then talking about like oh what do you think about her new guy do you know what I mean and it's Mm -hmm. like you just don't that can feel a bit too intense sometimes it's nice to meet people I think in a pub pub environment it's like a good perfect place to meet this is not relationships this is girlfriends and also parties meeting friends partners that's relevant okay right lads who's got tips on hosting my first point (laughs) of course was (laughs) have all the things people will need and keep asking you for out and readily available in multiple places like where's the cups where's the bottle opener where's the ice all those kind of questions or have signs like cups this way (laughs) bottle opener this way because I feel like I spent a whole party literally just going and finding things for people or they'd be like where can I put my bag like have a sign like bags go here (laughs) something like that I know it seems like people probably will completely ignore them to be honest but then at least like some smart people might acknowledge them so I think that's a good one well obviously if you're hosting a group party you need to have a good playlist and personally Mm. That would mean me asking other people to help me with the playlist. Is there anything more annoying than when people just like plug their phone in and you're like, I've curated this over yeah. a long time? I feel like you can't, it doesn't matter what you do. I've tried doing that thing where you like hide the cable and no one even knows where the music's coming from. But people will always complain as well. And so mm. sometimes you just have to give fate give, yeah. over to whoever plugs their yeah. phone in and. Yeah. Such as it. it is annoying though I do hate that don't be that friend who feels like you have to put your music on yeah. that's also yeah. really annoying yeah. because your music is probably shit mate that's why it wasn't on in the first place <laughs> but unless there is kind of a bad vibe yeah. and you know you've got a crowd pleaser that everyone's going to laugh yeah, and get everyone course. on the dance floor like a bit of a Natasha Bedingfield unwritten <sighs> yes sure right. fire me and my uni friends love that it's song. like a magnet to the, yeah. wherever you want the dance floor yeah. you put that on ding <laughs> everyone goes running uh, yeah ask people to help you but yeah. only like a close friend yeah maybe like see if someone will come around early to help you set mm, up absolutely. i think really important to get your your gang early if you can because you want that moral 100%. support as well because yeah. throwing a party can be quite like a stressful overwhelming experience so stressful. i don't know if this is the biggest millennial problem ever but you know like Whenever I I want that moral support, my friends like gathered round fears, like hyping, yeah, piping mm. the mood up. And I can't tell you how many neg- like how personally I took it and upset I was when I would have a party and I'd kind of be like, but the girls are coming round earlier, and then just grad like gradually yeah. by gradually they'd all sort of drop out or be like, oh, I'm not going to get there in time, like I'm going to come at normal time. And I was like, Same. I needed the moral support. People always do that. If someone asks you to come yeah. early, mm. unless you have a really fucking good excuse. Because also, you're going to be there to enjoy your night. So, like, have a bit of respect and help the other person, like, help the host enjoy their night. I yeah. think that's important. I think that that's what put me off weddings because I thought if you are if you get the feeling like you get at parties when it's your wedding mm. of, like, people not really wanting to help you out. But apparently at weddings, people are really good. I can imagine that. But just at birthday parties, I always feel like no one's really looking out for me. No, oh. I agree. That's really sad. <laughs> Although at the last... that fateful party <laughs> uh my sister was a fucking gem i think because really? she's like older sister mm. and she was like tidying up and she helped clear up the sick she basically did it single-handedly uh-huh. like she was like ariel don't come near her i'm doing it uh-huh. um and was shoot and i was like thank you so much and she's like don't be silly i'm your sister but you need someone to be your sister yeah i think my sister would do that for me oh. 
Yeah, she's a hunk. I mean, she was absolutely shit-faced, like, really drunk. But, like, Has she was still, like, role. had that kind of streak of just, like, yeah. I'm, I'm here to help. Like, yeah. it's really nice to have that person. So if you can be that person, yeah. that's lovely. Love that. And also, when you're hosting, don't overstretch yourself. And in that, like, don't go through, like, too much, all the, like, efforts of, like, preparing loads of food and preparing loads of decorations. Because oh yeah. I think the more pressure you put on yourself for the party to be good, the more likely it is to flop because you're just, like too tense and too worried about too many things 100%. so just try and go into it with a bit of like laid back like yeah i'm just i'm just throwing a party guys just here's some crisps and a bowl here I are think the, the, f- the food openers. thing definitely like i know people when they've been trying to prepare loads of food and realistically no one really wants that much food or like cares yeah. that much because they've probably eaten before they get there yeah and then although i do understand with decorations if you find that stuff really fun like yeah. i have friends who it's literally their joy mm. their pride and joy like thinking up ways to sort of make it really creative like i had a friend who did um an alien theme party and she made the house literally turned the house like into a spaceship oh, that's cool. but you could tell that she she just loves that kind of stuff she yeah. finds it so fun she almost like collects lasery type things that will be cool for parties like she really enjoys it so i think if that's fun for you but then don't feel the pressure to do that if it's not fun for you because realistically people don't mind that much Mm. side note how do we feel about dressing up for a party because it's my personal pet hate i bloody hate hate fancy dress i hate fancy dress i love the idea of it hate the execution i just think it's always just such a waste of time and money and materials to go and buy a costume i think if it's some there are certain themes that are really easy to do like that alien one was actually super easy because you just wear whatever shiny thing you have most people have something shiny and you can like do fun makeup and like put your hair in space buns and i remember Mm. thinking that was kind of fun because everyone there has like got cool face stuff and it just gives it a bit of a vibe but when it's something where you know you're gonna have to buy something yeah yeah which is most themes to be fair i think that's actually quite like a unique theme that you can do I like it if they do, yeah, if, if, if someone's going to throw a fancy dress thingy, that they do it with with it in mind that to we don't easy. want yeah, mm. for, for it to be easy. Um, I know someone when I was at school did one of those parties where it was like, she was called um, Lucy and she did a party which was you had to wear dress as something beginning with L. L, yeah. And that was quite hard. That's so hard. Well, see, well, I have one when oh, I Oh, and it's a leprechaun. It. love that (laughs) so I just wore all green and like a hat oh no the party that I had was everyone goes as their own initials so I went as a captain and I just wore a sailor's hat smashed it out of the park but you still had to buy a sailor's hat I had to buy a sailor's hat and what have you done with that sailor's hat is it just sitting in the drawer taking up space when I was like 16 yeah but occasionally when you have one fancy dress party those things do come in handy for future because then when we had Halloween who had nothing Anna (laughs) probably because she hasn't bought anything before whereas you can kind of build up a little fancy dress box and then they come in handy I went and bought some ghost headband thing and now you use that next year glorious thanks Anyway, back to our <laughs> hosting tips. But that's well, all to do with, like, acknowledging your friends' needs yeah, and that ties in with money. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah, girls. Like, some things are really are hard. Secular. Oh, wow. It is. Maybe because the whole thing has quite, like, a one-note theme. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so and if you're still listening... <laughs> another good thing is to lay out ground rules beforehand, but also people will ignore your rules. <laughs> so if you can find a way to, like, make it fun without having to actually be like don't do this being like a mum like my sister did a really good 
tactic once which was that she had a party once and everyone for some reason kept getting in the bath and sitting in the bath and it really annoyed her because it made the bath really dirty and she was really annoyed about it so instead of just putting a sign saying don't get in the bath the next time she filled it up with water and put nice scenty things in and made it a color and then she put like floating tea lights on it which just made it like a really nice vibe when you went into the bathroom you felt, it felt like a spa it smelled That's lovely so nice. and it meant no one could get in the bath so it was really smart so if you can come up with creative yeah. ways to get people to not kind of go to certain areas yeah. or or just acknowledge people will go on the carpet so putting down um like plastic, plastic things and, yeah because people will ignore your rules yeah people will always ignore your and rules. a keep out sign do you know what that makes people want to do get in go in yeah so, so shall we talk about how to be a good party goer my number one rule rsvp just tell them if you're yeah. going to be there or not yeah there's nothing worse than someone... Actually, Ariel does this. She sometimes leaves people hanging because she doesn't want to commit to things. I think when you don't know whether you're going. Because I, I, I find it more annoying when people tell you they're going and then they bail. I hate bailers. So I would, in that case, I would say no and then, like, surprise Wait, them Wait, when do the I yes. leave people hanging? I don't know. I feel like we've had this conversation before where you were saying that... Not not, not in, like, a necessarily, like, a party scenario, but, like, if we're, like... Potentially going to go for drinks or something. You don't like to commit to something until you know that you can commit to it. Yeah, I think it's because I do commit to things if I'm going to go. Like unless I'm. But I just I just think there's no harm in changing your RSVP, but like acknowledging the invite and saying I'm going to try my best to make it, rather than just like having no contact and then turning yeah. up. That's the worst. I uh, personally yeah, do think it's worse though when you clip going and say you're going to go and then you don't show up. Yeah. And you don't even say anything. Oh, I think that's etiquette is like, you got to say if you're then not going to If go. I clicked going and I wasn't sure, I would then message them and say, oh, I've clicked going because I really want to be there. However, I may have to just let you know last minute. And Yeah, but not too last minute because... I've had it before where I've had something and they haven't told me in, until like half past eight when it, the event started at eight. Mm. Like, what, they're not going to be there? Oh, no, I'm sorry. Get, yeah. yeah, sorry, I'm oh. feeling a bit unwell or something. That, yeah, that's so rude. But people often just don't say anything. Yeah. So that's worse. Yeah. Elite, yeah. So just yeah. communication. Just communicate. As much as you can. Because people are what do you get worried about numbers. They get worried about like not enough people being there, too many mm. people being there. Yeah. And then that obviously goes with asking 100%. when you want to... If you want to bring someone, don't put someone in an awkward position. And what you were saying about your friend, if you've asked your friend, if your friend has asked you to turn up early, turn up early, be a good person, be a good friend. Yeah. Do what they've asked. And help out if you can. I said to Laurie once that um, about a party, because he was saying, we were going to something and he was saying, oh, but is it going to be fun because this and that. But when the host is your friend, you almost have to see it as like their day, yeah. their thing, and have it you yourself having fun is like a bonus. Yeah. I don't know whether that's just. Um, do you think that sometimes? Oh my god! Yeah, like if someone's throwing a party, especially if it's like a birthday. Or yeah, something. especially if it's a birthday. Like, the night isn't about you. The night is about your friend, ha- like celebrating whatever it is that they're celebrating, or even if it's just they want an ad hoc party. It's about them, like. The reason that they're hosting is so everyone else has fun. It's not hard just to make sure that they're also enjoying themselves. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Definitely. Um, and if you can help out and you do just see rubbish floating around or you see people are kind of mm. leaving. Oh, I love a mid-party clear up. Or whatever. Yeah. Just being kind of, just noticing yeah. or like making sure people are putting their cigarettes in yeah. an ashtray or whatever. And yeah. if you if you know two sort of separate little groups, 
try and introduce them, like try and help with the mingling so that it's not just the host feeling like they're trying to get everyone gelling and things. Like if you can help with that, help with it. And my top tip for introducing people, which I have been informed is quite a good one, is to find something similar between them. Mm. You have to really think on your feet. But, like, it can be really simple. It can be, like, oh, you're both going to Glastonbury, and then instantly you can start a conversation. Or you're both from Wales. And I introduce you to my friend being, like, you're both from Wales. Or, oh, this friend speaks Spanish. Anna's Spanish. Yeah. Discuss. (laughs) And, like, you can kind of... It really, really does help. It does help. Because there's nothing worse than the the, the initial, like, oh, this is jamie and this is sarah and then jamie and sarah are like oh hi hi and then there's the, like that silence of like oh where do we go like oh so uh how you want, do you know da, da, da. i don't know yeah, like you always just want to have a bonding moment before that so you're yeah. already kind of like oh my god yeah oh whereabouts are you from i'm from the same area oh oh and also what do you do and also yeah. how do you know them and it feels like it flows rather than it's forced and you've already yeah, yeah. got that foundation of knowing each other so yeah, highly recommend write up a little list in advance <laughs> think about how you can introduce people a bit i think that's one step too far I don't write a list, but I feel like I have thought in advance sometimes. Like, yeah. oh, I if want I, to introduce that person to that person. Yeah, if I know that some like, say, I knew I was bringing you two to something, and then I'd think about who's it, I probably would think, oh, like, how am I going to mm. Yeah, who, Or who would be the person that would be best to introduce them to first? Mm. Like, yeah. Who's going to be the friendliest and stuff like that. And obviously, don't be a nuisance. Just don't <laughs> break the rules. Just don't throw up. Really don't throw up. Even in the toilet, I would say just don't. Just try not to. I ha- this Going back to my teenage years, not, not recently, but I have been that person to, to throw up. But teen years, that was... Several times. I mean, that was the thing, wasn't it? Vomiting. I mean, there was a vom every party. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it was a guarantee. It was it like, who's it going to be? It was a party if no one vommed. It was, gonna, it was more like, who's it going to be and where's it going to be? I once vommed before the party even had really, like, kicked off. Stop. How my, old were you? Uh, I would say I was about 16, maybe. <laughs> and my friend, and I vommed into this, oh, this is too grim. Really sorry. I vommed into the sink and my friend was having to, like, push it down. Oh! Mate, that's savage. Don't do it, Anna. Don't, oh. So don't do that. I've learned from my Just like know your limits, and if you're going to, do it in the toilet. Yeah, absolutely agree. Or a little gentle, if it's a little gentle bomb, you could do it outside. I feel like a gentle. Once Laurie did a gentle bomb outside, and the guy (laughs) who's, you know, when it's just basically alcohol, so it's like liquid. If this was a drama, this is a real teen drama. He and then the guy, the girl who was hosting it, her boyfriend saw him doing it and got really like defensive because it was her party and got really angry at him and he was like but it's like not really a thing and it's just outside and then it they had like a proper fight like oh, it really kicked off oh wow be careful so they're bombing and fights like mm. oh that is really the golden rules of not things not to do at a party yes. but i would say the golden rule is to have fun <laughs> <laughs> And enjoy your time with friends. Yeah, that's true. Just, like, be present and just don't freak out because no one's going to have fun then, are they? Yeah. Don't be on your phone all the time. Be with your friends. Mm. Don't take don't take ages in the toilet. Oh, <laughs> don't take ages in the toilet. Sometimes people will literally sit in the bath for a DMC. Yeah, exactly. Deep meaningful conversation. Yeah. Um, and there'll be people literally outside, like, needing a look. Yeah. And nothing is more That is really, really not courteous. <laughs> <laughs> you Although me. I do love a multi-toilet trip. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. And when everyone does an alco poo together. Oh, 
yeah. Why right. is this such? That's this... a nice note to end that one on. Well, I try to with the. <laughs> no, but I think an alco poo together is the most bonding thing you can do. So friendship girls. I'm really excited about this week's friendship girls. Well, I have finally caught up on something. Well, I haven't even caught up because I've only watched three episodes of it, of the first season. But it's The End of the Fucking World, which, if anyone hasn't seen it, stop listening... No, don't stop listening to this podcast. Once you finish this podcast, go and Netflix and watch the first season. Um, And the reason I was watching it was because the second season has just recently come out on Channel 4. Um, And it's a bloody brilliant show. So I watched the whole first series... In a day. I did as well. Yeah, because... Um, was it last Sunday I did it? Or the Sunday before, maybe? Well, yeah, we've only over. just discovered... Because yeah. we've all only just discovered it recently, yeah. really. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't realise It's been on for, like... The, the first series aired in 2017, I yeah. think. Yeah, it was a while ago. But I saw everyone hyping up the second, and I was just literally cemented to my sofa one Sunday, mm. and I thought, heard a lot about it, gonna watch it. So good. And the Friendship Girls is the two main characters. So it's... Um, li- what are their names? Alyssa. So Alyssa and... and- Oh, what's he called? Alyssa and... Fuck. Um, is it one of those white boy names? Is yeah. it James or something? James. I actually think it might be James. I, James. I actually think it it's is James. James. Okay. Oh Alyssa. my God. <laughs> that just proves that you can't remember one syllable white boy names. Mm. So it's Alyssa and James. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about their friendship dynamics because she is not a very good friend to him. But I also... She's friendship girls to me because I think she's hilarious. Oh, okay. I love her. So Can we just talk... Okay, so it starts with... You meet these two characters, they're in high school age. He thinks he's a psychopath um, and kills loads of animals and decides he wants to kill her. Yeah. She's kind of like had enough of her family and wants to run away. pixie dream girl. Yeah, and they sort of find each other. But they're both like awful people, kind of. But also great. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. The friendship doesn't start on great terms because he (laughs) only befriends her because he thinks he's going to murder her. Um, (laughs) Not the best way to start a friendship. Not the best. But do you know what? Is intention the most important thing? Discuss. No, don't. That's a conversation for another time. But they end up... (laughs) Essay title. (laughs) He ends up being... Philosophy essays from Chloe. It's an important question. He ends up being an amazing friend to her. Um, Spoiler. She is. She's still dreaming of killing her. Where, where I am. Oh well, come on. There's a few more episodes. Oh, yeah, you can tell he doesn't do it. Yeah, have you watched any of the second series? I've yet? watched the first. I've first watched episode, first two episodes. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, I'm like halfway through the second series. But they go through a lot. There's a lot of highs and lows, and although they are absolutely mental, mm, yeah, crazy, fucked up, and make a lot of they make stupid decisions, but. Because they have each other, they seem to somehow manage to get away with it. Yeah. Is that not a good friendship, though? I think it is. It, they're having I a don't want to give anything away, but... I mean... They're also the worst. They are like, the worst people. They are the worst people. Yeah. But they're great. But I love it. Got off the bloody tube on Tuesday, Tuesday or Wednesday. Guess who bloody walked past me? James. James. No. How was it? Yeah, and I kind of looked at him like, why do I recognise him? And then I realised, he's so short. Oh, really? Yeah, he looks yeah, quite he short. Yeah, he looks like he's really short. Laurie was saying, because we were looking up them up, you know she's 27? Yeah, she's 27. Yeah. And he's 24, but he looks very yeah. young. Like, yeah, he looks... But I... Okay. But she looks so I have a little young. bit of a crush on him in the second Same. series. Oh, really? He's got quite... It's also... You haven't got to bit. He cuts his hair... Not super short, but he cuts it like a bit further in. Yeah, because it's a bit um, floppy at the moment. It's a bit too floppy and it becomes less floppy. And I actually had like a weird crush on him. Do you know what? I loved her with the blonde hair as well. 
I didn't like the blonde hair. She looks very Hannah Montana. Oh, she's awesome though. I love her. Yeah. I feel like she's what I want to be. Just like, no filter. Doesn't give a fuck. Doesn't give a fuck. Like, how do you have, how do you grow that energy? Do you know who she reminds me of as well? A young Amanda Bynes. Oh, I love. Yeah. She's really like yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, I see She that. reminds me of Amanda Bynes and she's a man. Is that yeah. like round face, mm. um, like really young looking, like round face, with a brunette middle parting? Doesn't their friendship start by she goes up to him in the school hall and is like, I saw you, was it skateboarding or something? Yeah. She's like, I saw you skateboarding. And he's like, okay, and he's, she's like, you were shit. And he's like, fuck off. And that's yeah, how their friendship basically, starts. Basically, that's how it starts. Don't start a friendship like that. But it works. But it works. They Although, gel. Yeah, they gel. They do. It is true, though. Sometimes you start off hating someone. Yeah. Very true. I think hate hate and love are quite... Oh, God, here we go. <laughs> no, Nose but you, know, you can think you really don't like someone, but mm. often it's like because you have a lot in common and they can easily... Yeah, they're very often, close yeah. emotions. That's why in films all the time they're like... Couples always start by hating each other. And Ten things I hate about you. Yeah. R.I.P. But it just made me think of the seven things I hate about you. I love you. You're insecure. You love me. You like her. Is, is you that make You make No. And that's sacrilege. Who is that? Hannah Montana. No, because it's not really, though, is it? Miley Cyrus. Yeah, no, because it was, I was done as Hannah Montana. No, it wasn't. It was past the days of Hannah Montana. I'm telling you. Because it was about Nick Jonas, so it was like her real life life. It wasn't her character. Fucking hell, I didn't know we had Miley Cyrus-pedia in here. <laughs> But defo, go watch the end yeah. of the fucking world. It's really brilliant. Really good. Slide into our DMs once once you have, so we can chat about Not it. Not Anna's though, because she hasn't watched much of it Look, yet. So you're gonna spoil it for her. True. Yeah. No, you can binge it. I'm gonna binge it this weekend. I mean, they're 20 minute long episodes. The first series. <sighs> by what, the six time, episodes? by the time this comes out, I'll be on episode, uh, season two. You was gonna be absolutely. You said that changed. with such sass, like. I will be on season I will. Two. I absolutely will. Um, do you know who I am? I'm a season tour. <laughs> God, we've gone delirious. I know. Let's go have some wine. Let's. It's a Friday night and I need some chicken and some gin. So. <laughs> 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 Goodbye, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. If you got, if you got this far, I'm really impressed, frankly. <laughs> oh, Goodbye. <chicken> <laughs>